Attention! This podcast may require an intermission. Please feel free to pause and take at any point during the Gary Cut. This is the way of the dark. Welcome, everybody, to episode 84 of the Four Dorksman Podcast. Uh, I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. This is the Snyder Cut of Joey. <laughs> so he's going to be four hours long. Strap in. This four is hours longer. <laughs> did you ever say who you are, sir? I did. I collect your clit again. Okay, well, <laughs> being the subject of the episode, I am Asian Bruce Wayne. There you go. Oh. Oh, and we were joined by a very, very special guest this week. Again, I think he's been on the podcast like 15 times. Uh, sometimes he's only Joey. his third official time. Yeah. Well, that's true. Time, yeah. Sometimes he's Joey. Sometimes he's <laughs> yes. my brother. We will let him introduce himself. Hi, it's Gary. It's Yay. Gary. Hey. 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 I watch that show. Hey, it's I Gary. I would watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that show too. It'd be pretty <laughs> positive. And what would be a lot of conflict. I, like, it would be boring. It'd be really boring. Well, it'll just be us getting a beer with somebody and talking. That's all. Have you seen some of the TV shows that are? Have out you right seen now? me drink a beer before? Yeah, it's, it, you'd be drunk pretty quick. It'd be fun. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Um, anyways, thank you all for joining us this week. We're very excited to have Gary on. Uh, when we get to the main topic of this week, you'll see why we do have Gary on and why it's we're super happy to have him on for that. Um, so a couple of quick housekeeping things. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Um, we did have a nice long email from Alex uh, a, a, couple, a couple weeks back, and that, that was a nice read. So thank you for the for the long email. Um, I don't think anyone else has emailed us since then. So screw you guys. The email is still there. Um, um, yeah, just make sure you're playing bingo as well uh, dorpsmanbingo.com uh always as always shout out to andrew for building the bingo card for us uh andrew is from the uh, toy rewind podcast uh, and also thanks to larry from the sts guys and the totally rad movie pod for building the redirect link for us which makes it nice and easy for you to remember uh, where to go when you play bingo so enjoy that bingo is fun if you ever have any squares you want to add to it please let us know Andrew is insanely quick at adding anything to it. Um, so when something strikes you, just reach out to him on Twitter, and uh, he'll be more than happy to do that for us. So, oddly enough, we were getting to the Ask Dorsman portion without any incident this week, which is... What like, happened? That's crazy. Happened? You guys are your best behavior for me, I think. Let's go with that. Yeah. We'll have yeah. to change. We'll have to change. Because, like, literally, like, right before we recorded, we shared with Gary the questions. And he was like, damn it, I wish I had more time. And I was like, yeah, we're going to ramble for, like, 15 minutes. No rambling today. <laughs> so, so now we're going to ramble about rambling. Awesome. Yeah. We <laughs> ramble, ramble, well, he, ramble, ramble. He'll get to go last, so he'll, he'll yeah, still have some, time. have some time. Okay. So, as always, Ask the Dorksman. We love it. Thank you for all the questions as um, you guys send in uh, via Twitter and whatnot. So, please keep doing that. Our questions today, our first question comes from Caleb, uh, a.k.a. Pez Sunday on Twitter. Uh, his question is, have any of you ever gotten a speeding ticket? Yes. I was really hoping somebody was going to answer no. I, I'm still hoping, but... <laughs> I feel like everyone's going to answer yes, but Joey, would you have, do you have a good story about it or no? Um, well, one time I was just 
I was being dumb and I, it was on my trip back and forth to work when I used to be like 50 minutes away from work. And there was a spot where you're on the highway and you drive through a city and you know, it slows down from like 65 to 55. And I just forgot to make that slow down. So he actually let me off. But the, the one time the dude was being a huge jerk was, well, I, I'll say this, the judge was being more of the jerk. Well, maybe the state trooper was being a jerk too. I don't know. They're all jerks. But anyway, so I was on the interstate and I was going 73 like that's that's usually my my spot to be at about 73 miles an hour in a 70 and so i get pulled over by the state trooper and he's like you know why i pulled you over i'm like yeah i know i was going a few miles over he said i don't know about a few miles you were going 78 i was like no i was going 73 he's like well are you saying my radar is wrong yes i am because i had cruise control on and it was set at 73 and i was like and there's no hills to where it would have possibly ramped it up five miles an hour so, of course, he gives me the ticket. So I'm like, you know what? I'm fighting this thing. Like, it's it's the principal thing. And, and and for two, it was like a different, like, category. So, like, five miles over is, like, one amount. And then, like, over five miles over is another amount. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, at least I can try to get it reduced, I guess, if not thrown out. So I went all the way to the court to, to deal with this. And so there were people ahead of me that was, like, getting speeding tickets in that five – mile range so it's like you know like me 73 74 75 and he was like uh we'll reduce it to a a non-moving violation like a seatbelt ticket you know getting all them done so mom comes up and he's like so so what's your story i'm like i have my cruise control set at 73 and he's like he's like well he's like uh you know officer so-and-so whatever says he clocked you at 78 i'm like well that's fine i'm like his radar's off or he clocked somebody else he didn't clock me going 73 he's like well tell you what i'm gonna do for you today it's like ah there you go he's like i'll just reduce it down to what you admitted that you did 73 miles an hour (laughs) (laughs) yeah you set yourself up yeah you you set yourself up yeah so at least it got reduced down to you know i figured you know i'm being honest to the to, to the judge here and you know he would he would show some mercy to me but all he did was was give me, I guess, what I actually deserve. So I can't really complain too much, but I was pretty pretty perturbed at the time. But you know, it is what it is. So yeah, no, I, I feel you. I the, feel yeah, you. the other two times that I got tickets were just again forgetting to slow down. It wasn't like I was purposefully going ten miles an hour over the speed limit because I don't do that. But I think those are the most aggravating. So you've had like three the ones speed that are tickets. like yes got uh one re- one reduced to non-moving violation another one thrown out and then then this one the stupid one with the stupid judge and the stupid police officer and the stupid radar gun and my stupid cruise control sounds stupid that's how you really feel Joey. it's pretty stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh well i guess that's me next huh yeah how do you top um, that one i don't know if i can but i'll try so i i've also gotten three speeding tickets um Ooh. Um, actually more more of a more recently in life than later earlier in life um not because i didn't speed it's just i got caught um i'm trying to think of anything i guess the one i the story quickly i'll share is very similar so i it was actually i was at top of the world because i was just went to the nuggets game and this was back when carmelo anthony played with them and they beat the portland trailblazers which it, it was the end of the season it's a cure to playoff spot i was in a good mood just jamming on the way home and i get pulled over um, and I was going, according to the him, which I still don't believe, by the way, I'm pretty sure if you say, I don't believe you, I need to see the gun, <laughs> they are required to show you the miles you were, the, the, the clock, what they clocked you at. Because I think they add on to it, because I feel the same way that Joey does. 
Um, but anyway, so uh, the officer's name was Bob Smith. I'm like, you have the most generic <laughs> name in the history of mankind. Who named you? And he was a rookie who pulled me over. And I know that because he was shaking when he pulled me over. I'm like, what am I going to do to you? I'm in like a civic. And you're <laughs> no. white. <laughs> right. Like, calm you down. Like, hey, calm yourself. Civics that. are actually kind of fast. Well, I, this was a four-door sedan. It wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so anyway, I'm have like, you okay, seen the whatever. kind of things that my people can do to a civic? <laughs> what, do, 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 Hawaiians, do Hawaiians drive a lot faster or something? I was, I, I I was seeing Jap <laughs> Japanese people, sir. Oh, you no, got race into this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, have you not anyway. seen Fast and Furious? They robbed yeah, exactly. a bunch of trucks with Civics, man. Come on. <laughs> and all he got out of it were TV DVD combos. Regardless. <laughs> um, anyway, he was, he's like shaking and worried. I'm like, okay, fine. And, but the thing was, I, apparently I was going fast enough that I had to go to court. Which I still am like, what? All right, fine. I swear to God, the judge was a robot. I don't think I saw him blink once. He was looks like he's about 97,000 years old. And he's just sitting there talking in the most monotone voice. Okay, this is your third offense. You're going to register this. And that's gonna do next. Like, that's how he talked. So before I even got to him, I knew he was going to reduce it because he, I'd listened to him reduce everything else. Like Joey had, I didn't say a word. I just, you know, what do you say for yourself? I go, nothing. <laughs> like, let's just get this over with. I got to get to work because it was like on a Wednesday or something. So he did. He reduced it. And, it, you know, it's it's definitely not the most expensive part or speeding ticket I've paid, but it was the first one, but yeah, going to court, I'm like, can you just like, let me pay this now? It was silly that I wasted somebody else's time to tell me I'm speeding. I, I know. Thank you. Anyway, three speeding tickets. That's my answer. Ryan, your turn. I'm not going to keep on the consistent train of three, but I have gotten one. I think I was 19. I know I was, I know I was younger than 21. It was either 18 or 19. Um, I had gone to watch a movie with this girl named Lisa and what was it? I think I had to go to work Wait, after. This is when is I was. Um... Want to tell us? Hmm? <laughs> what? What was that? What? No, my wife's wife name is Lisa. Oh, <laughs> maybe who knows? <laughs> Anyways, carry on. anyway, anyway, I didn't even think about that. Okay, so I think I was on my way to the nightclub because this is when I was working the nightclub business. Um, after the movie, I was supposed to go to work. And she starts driving off and she starts like yelling something to me as we get into the freeway. So me being the idiot that I am, I sped up and I tried to catch up to her. So she's speeding. <laughs> I start speeding. She's in the middle lane. I'm in the right lane. And I'm starting mm -hmm. to drive near the University of Hawaii. And there's this little island that's near an on-ramp and off-ramp where the cops at the time were notorious for just like parking their car and gunning mm -hmm. for you. And so sure enough, because I was in the right lane, he caught me, not her. <laughs> <laughs> and she felt extremely bad about it long story short i i ended up not talking to her very much after that to be honest because <laughs> this is a girl at the time i was trying to like romantically pursue right right and yeah so i was like she got so yeah she got so upset she moved to canada i guess so <laughs> Mary, Mary nate, nate. Yeah. i think her i think her last name was Wu. so you know if that's your wife's maiden name there you go <laughs> no it's not <laughs> Should have kept the illusion alive, Nate. Yeah. But she does drive like a maniac, so. So does my wife. Typical Asian driver. <laughs> Dude, <amazing>. stop it. <laughs> but it's true. I can say it. That's my wife. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> but it's true. Uh, uh, oh top that, God. Nate. Top that. Come on. Okay. I can, actually. <laughs> okay. 
Challenge because, challenge accepted. So hold my beer. Um, I only had one speeding ticket, and it was a fucking doozy because I was driving in a park zone. So like the park school zone is like thirty kilometers an hour. So it's like, um, you know, it's reduced speed, and the regular roads are fifty. So I'm driving thirty, or supposed to be driving thirty. Everybody going down this road knows that you don't need to drive thirty because it's just a residential area. There's a park, but like. There's like never any kids there because it's all like crackheads. So <laughs> oh nobody my. slows down here. So I'm going like, I'm going with the flow of traffic. I'm like going like 55 because that's, you know, people are just driving through. And of course, the cop pulls me over and he pulls me over. He's like, hey, you're going a little fast. I'm like, yes, sir. But everyone else was going just as fast, <laughs> if not faster. You see that truck just, just went by past. He's going like 60. And he's like, I know, but you know, I, you're the one that caught my, caught my radar. I'm like, Okay, fine, whatever. Writes the ticket. Doesn't say anything, really. Hands me the ticket. He just walks off. And I swear to God, he's probably like laughing to himself the whole time. Because I get the ticket. I'm looking at it. And it's like 500 bucks. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? So I take the ticket. And I'm less like, I go and I, you know, like look it up. I'm like, why the hell was this ticket like that much? It was excessive speeding in a park zone. Oh, so God. it like tripled the cost mm. of the fine mm. because I was yeah. like, uh, so it like there's different tiers. So it was like, mm. if you're like 10 kilometers over, it's like, you know, you're speeding and then 20 over is like, you know, slightly more. And then when you get 20 plus, it's like super excessive, like, you know, probably could have like impounded my car, um, level. I'm like in a fucking park zone. I was so pissed. Um, God. But there was like nothing I could do, right? Like, I mean, I, I thought about like disputing it, but I'm like, so I wasn't going. Like, what were they? What, what were they going to do, right? Like, knock off like a hundred bucks tops because I was going way faster than I was supposed to, anyways. So I just paid it. And, bucks. That's true, but uh, yeah. So I I just paid it and um haven't yet I've yet to get another uh, speeding ticket since. So less officer, whatever your name was. Eat shit. So, <laughs> kind of a side story, Nate, and it's just awful the way they, they they do this. So, the college I went to before I before I moved was out near like Pontchartrain, uh, outside of New Orleans, and there was a big long street, almost a highway that you would drive to to get back to like New Orleans, New Orleans, like downtown New Orleans. And so there was I don't know four, five, six schools along that route. And so <clears throat> there would always be like a school zone would start and then there'd be a red light and you'd mm -hmm. forget that you were in a school zone at the red light uh, and the school zone would carry on for at least another block, like past like your field of vision to make out the end school zone sign, if that makes sense. So guess where the cops would always sit? right on the other side of the red light to where it was just enough time for you once you left the light to speed up past how fast you were supposed to be going, but not far enough to where you would get to the end school's side. I just always thought it was a big dick move for them to do that. And and they, they like I said, it was like five or six school zones. And I'm telling you, every day when I would leave school, like I'd have to mentally tell myself over and over again, don't take off too fast. Don't take off too Slow fast. Down. Because there was a cop at every last one of those school zone red light combos, and they'd always pick somebody off. Every time you left the red light, you know that they pull somebody over if they didn't already have somebody pulled over. I believe so it. lucky to get out of that one alive because those tickets are ridiculous here in the States too. 
Amen. Do you have to go to like? Have you ever had to go to traffic school? Is no. Like, is that actually a thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it, there's like a diversion program, is what it is. So like, if mm-hmm. if you don't want to, and it's usually for something bigger. So it's, it's gonna be like for a DUI, or mm-hmm. I think they do offer them for school zone tickets too. Because that's like a bun- bunch of points on your license. My driving mm-hmm. instructor in high school told me he said you'd rather hit a nun in a crosswalk than get caught speeding in the school zone. <laughs> he said it's that bad. <laughs> Is it just like re-education? Is that what it is? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you take this class and they, you know, tell you what you're supposed to do and then probably show you a bunch of videos of people hanging out their windshields impaled by the glass type stuff. You know, the horror films that they showed you. Did they not show you all those in driver's ed? Because y'all are acting like I never took driver's ed. No, I never took driver's ed. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Oh, man. So you didn't start driving until you were, what, 18 then? Isn't that the deal? Don't you have to wait till you're 18? No. 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 You were just driving illegally for years is what you're saying. <laughs> Might be a different state to state. I started driving at – I got my permit at 16, was driving at 17, like, to school. Yeah. Um, I did not go to driver's ed. My mom taught me to drive. That says a lot. My mom's not a good driver either. <laughs> Back when I got mine, you could get your full license at 15, but you did have to oh, take wow. driver's education. Yeah, you could get, you get license. I got it on my 16th birthday. I had driver's permit by 15 and a half, but never had to take driver's ed, which I think – Even is at 16, you had to. Even at 16, you had to. I think not the here. new law is 18. Yeah. I think once you turn I, I, 18, I don't think you need to. I think it's a good idea now. Oh, yeah, it's for a sure. great idea. <laughs> yeah. It's but a real idiot. Then, then, yes. I mean, I remember having to just take the the written test. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then I did my driving test, and that was it. Um, yeah, same. And then I, I, I could drive anywhere. Now, I mean, I got mine a long time ago, but now you have, like, so many different levels that you have to pass. Yeah, it's like graduated licensing. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. You get an L and you get an N and then you got to retake your full license after and then you yeah. remove the N. It's like, it's so silly. I'm, just, I'm glad I avoided all that. Um, well, I thought that was a lot. And then I got my CDL license to drive a school bus. And that, sir, mm. <laughs> is a lot to go through to get to get that added on to your license. As Let long as you don't get a speeding ticket driving the school bus there, Joey. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they don't ever pull over really the school fast. buses. They don't ever pull over the school buses. It's it's fine. Plus, most of them have a governor on it, so you can't go like ridiculously fast. They start calling you Auto Man. Yes, please do. <laughs> so, before we move on to Gary's answer, one crazy thing that I realized or found out that I think it's like in China, it's if you get into if you hit someone with your car as a pedestrian you are responsible for their medical bills. So there's been stories in in parts of Asia where, um, or specifically in China, where if someone hits someone at the crosswalk, they will turn around and finish the job. Like they will go and try to kill you because they do not want to be responsible for your hospital bills. So it's better to kill someone in your car than it is to just injure them. Wow. That's insane. Absolutely insane. But you know, you're saying it's better to hit a none in the crosswalk than than um, speed in a school zone. No, it's 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 better to speed in a school zone <laughs> than kill a nun. And uh, you know, yeah, it's insane. It's just a crazy rule, law, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, if you're ever traveling over there and you're a pedestrian, be careful. To add to that, Nate, have you seen the videos of pedestrians in? I'm I'm assuming this is like in China versus Hong Kong. People will mm-hmm. actually lay down in the crosswalk and make like somebody's trying mm-hmm. to hit them because they want yep. they want that driver yep, of that to car up. to pay money and they'll like actually yeah. f- they'll go like literally go all the way up to your tire and make like they hit you. I'm like, 
This is yeah, some yeah. fucked up shit, man. It's crazy. But but it has given us some funny videos of people faking getting hit. Yes. Yes. It, and yes. it's all caught on video, but they don't care. Yeah. Well, no. I know, but it's just like it's hilarious man. to see somebody like fall into the car and it's like, um, yeah. that didn't even look like it hurt. And they hit you, they hit the hood, they act it out. Like shit, yeah. they won an Oscar for that. Right. Well, <laughs> it wasn't good. I'm trying to be nice. I think it. we should take bets as to how many tickets Gary's gotten. Before well, yeah, okay, let's 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 do that. Let's um go around and see see if you can guess how many tickets I've had. Four. I'll say one since Clint sings zero. Zero. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go higher than Nate. I'm gonna say five. <laughs> Clint's right. I've yeah. never had. Oh, a zero. Yeah, I kind of assumed it was gonna be zero, but I couldn't choose. Never zero. had a speeding ticket. Um, I don't drive much, anyways. Like, um, hmm. I haven't driven in years, and partly it's because of where i live i live right downtown and i live 15 minutes from uh uh, where i work so i walk everywhere um and when i got my license i was in university and i was on campus in university so i didn't need a car uh in university either right uh so um i've always been in a position where i had easy access to public transit so i got my license for (laughs) so i could go to the bar basically um in university um but i i don't drive very often um so and it's to the point now where because i don't drive very often it you probably wouldn't want me to drive anyways uh, <laughs> i believe that oh so, because you know you, if you don't practice you, you you're not good right so um i can you know i always say that um that in an emergency yeah no worries i can do that like um you know when dan went into the hospital um we actually drove to the hospital like dan drove to the hospital because he was capable of it uh when they admitted him and said they were going to keep him i actually had to drive the car home and it's not it's not very far away and i can do it and there's no issues but yeah so no speeding tickets i've been in a car when someone's gotten a speeding <laughs> oh ticket. I, you should just end the <laughs> sentence there i've been in a car but, i've yeah. been in a car <laughs> but it's uh it's it's i wasn't behind the wheel so yeah so yeah I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm a good, I'm a good boy. I'm always you know, good. You know, it's funny. A quick, we got to move on. I know a quick story though. Um, when I was in high school, I got pulled over by a cop. And growing up in Pueblo, Colorado, people know everybody there. Mm. So the guy pulls me over. He looks at my license. He's like, Crockett, is your last, is your dad's last name Charles? I go, yes. He goes, oh. And he pulls out his book. You know, starts writing stuff down. I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting a ticket because he knows my dad. Well, the guy next to me is like, let me see your ID, which is stupid because why would you ask for the ID of the person who's a passenger on a speeding ticket? Whatever. He did it anyway. Luckily, my friend's uncle was also a cop and they got me out of the ticket. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, you were going to give me a speeding ticket, a stupid speeding ticket. Like I was like two over. It was ridiculous because he knew my dad didn't like him, but luckily he knew the other guy. So goes to show you, <laughs> it's not always about the speeding itself. And you know what? The, um, the cop that pulled over... And it was Dan. It was Dan that got the speeding ticket. Um, but the cop that pulled him over and when he gave him the ticket, he he actually said to Dan, just go to the court. They'll reduce it. Um, you know, so I, in my head, I'm like, then why even bother issuing the ticket? Right. right? Like they have um, to write it, right? Like they, they, yeah, they, That's yeah. what I've always heard. What I've heard, and I don't know whether it's true or not, I've heard that there are quotas that mm. they have to meet. It, um, it's more like, it's not necessarily like you have to meet a certain number, but it's like how have you, how has this guy gotten all these speeding, given all these speeding tickets and you haven't given any kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like, like you got to have a balance kind of thing. So, but yeah, the cop even just said, just go to the, 
just go to the courthouse, um, you know, dispute it, and they'll reduce it, and you won't have to pay this amount. So I, I was thinking, I don't, I don't understand the system. Like, mm. why? I didn't say it made sense. No, 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 no. Yeah, because no. a lot of times, if you do dispute it, um, I don't know how it is over in in, in the states, but like here, I think the cop that uh, wrote the ticket has to be in court be for your court, court date. Yep. So yeah. if your if your officer doesn't show up they'll throw the ticket out yeah, because yeah, there's no one there to defend it. So mm-hmm. yeah. oh, um, that's not the way it is here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It is at least in our state. But what oh, I okay. found out for the time that I had to go is what they'll do is they'll schedule like officer Smith's, all his tickets, they'll sh- schedule them for like all the same court date. So like Which he just comes sense. in and he's there for, yeah. for all the, the appearances. I, that makes. I mean, you got to respect their. You know, at the end of the day, they're still law officers, regardless of your political event. And I mean, you got to respect mm-hmm. their time too. So, I get it. But at the same time, that definitely has not been the law here in my experience. Mm. All right, we've dwelled too much on this. Let's keep moving. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, uh, Caleb, for the question. Um, we're curious. Have you had a speeding ticket? <laughs> yeah, have you? <laughs> or or, or his, five? Or on his have you gotten a speeding ticket in your power wheel? going three and a half in a two mile an hour zone i do wonder if there's a reason he asked the question right yeah 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 we had a dream about or maybe a parent or i don't know maybe a sibling's learning to drive i don't know that's the whole point maybe he stole a car maybe (laughs) maybe maybe we're underestimating old caleb maybe he stole a car and 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 got caught he's so much edgier now Street cred. He's doing it for the street cred. <laughs> right, maybe he's trying to do the Fast and Furious over here. Yeah, I was gonna say, Caleb's probably watching the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. So, awesome. Those assholes um, get speeding tickets. Jeez. Yeah, they should get tons of speeding tickets. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, uh, our next question comes from our good friend Liz, uh, aka Misty Twenty One on Twitter. Uh, her question is: What is your favorite movie or TV couple? Okay. Um... I actually just went with the first thing that popped in my head because it's got to be my favorite if it's the first thing that pops in my head, right? It's uh, actually Lily and Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that's a great, that's that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I I always thought that they just had like this great relationship. It clicked so well. Yeah, it's like, you know, like one of those things where you always want your spouse to to be your best friend too. And it always seemed to me like, you know, above all, uh, you know, obviously they were, you know, romantic and they loved each other, but it was like, they were like just best buddies too, on top of everything. And I always thought that was so cool. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I thought that was Damn. fantastic. So that's a great answer. Well done, sir. Yep. Um, I was going to go Homer and Marge just to be funny. I'm not, but actually I think I might go Bob and Linda because they're, they're kind of realistic. If you think about it, you know, <laughs> they really are busy raising kids and they still find time to each other. And Linda, you know, they got their own quirks, but they work well together. So uh, there's a whole episode about Linda getting a job elsewhere and how that doesn't work. So I think Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers might be mine. What SVU characters are you going with, right? <laughs> I was going to say I'm Yeah, but you can't go with pepperoni. He didn't That's state you. the caveat. I just did before you answered. All right. Well, if I can't use Pepper and Tony, I will go Fitzsimmons from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because it was oh, a long time coming and it finally happened and like, Yoko's probably going to shoot me here because I should know this as a Marvel fan because I know she's a very big fan of the show. But I think it was like season three, four, where it finally started to like actually happen. I'm sorry, Yoko, I don't remember. Them, isn't that when one of them ended up in the like the container at the bottom of the ocean once they finally like said, oh, yeah, we're going to be a couple. And then one mm-hmm. of them was like, she got yeah, the the the, yeah. yeah, this it's is when alert. I was still watching the, the show religiously. So, yeah. yeah. 
I think it was season three with the obelisk Something and all like that, that stuff. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's my yeah. pick. If I can't use pepperoni, then yes, it's Simmons. <laughs> he still went with Marvel. It's true. Um, yeah, it's always always going to be Homer and Marge for me, regardless. It's just, it's just their relationship is hilarious and incredibly toxic but it's incredibly <laughs> toxic like the fact that yeah it's good entertainment um you know because that's all it is but yeah they they are the worst couple probably like on tv but it's it's hilarious um and i will always pick homer and marge as my as my favorite as my go-to how about you jerry <laughs> so i didn't have a lot of time to think about this right because I only just found yeah. out. Whose <laughs> <laughs> who's so fault is that? I don't, just I don't have any uh, deep thoughts as to, to... But the first couple that popped in my mind, um, and it's kind of sad, but it's Carl and Ellie from Up. Oh, that's mm. a really good one, though. That's because a really good one. in five minutes, they showed a lifetime of someone's relationship, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, agreed. So... They might be my favorite couple, even though we don't have the depth or the, the the amount of time that some of the other couples you guys have talked about. We got to see it, but mm-hmm. I think they encapsulated in five minutes what I think most people that consider a good relationship. Right? That 100% want, agree. want it, you know as a as a good relationship yeah. that they encapsulate in five minutes. So that's I, that's my answer. I kind of have a off topic question about that though. That what Gary mentioned that I've thought of before. Uh, would you be interested if they would make a up prequel mm-hmm. with their earlier relationship and and not get to the sad stuff like right, right. Like you already know as the audience what's coming very far down the line and that they wouldn't deal with the you know the um the issue with them not being able to have kids and all that stuff but it would be to like right before they got married or something like that so from their childhood to, yeah. to when they got married it could be or good. would that ruin it or would that ruin the the movie? The for original me, one? for me, I don't think I'd I don't think I'd want them to to touch that. It, it's one of those things. Like, thank God it's Pixar, not Disney. Because if it was Disney, they had already done it twice. We already would have seen them when they were kids <laughs> and adults. So I'm thankful that they haven't. But to be honest, I mean, if the writing's good enough, I could see it being something pretty cool. But I do I do have to agree with Gary. It would probably take something away from you know the five minute intro to yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Another off-topic question. Do you guys like beef jerky? I mean, if we're just going to ask random questions here, I'm kidding. Yes, I do. Well, I love yes, I do. Are you <laughs> going to send me some? Delicious. Yeah. Um, I have to find some, but sure, maybe. Yeah. I would like to see a Wally prequel to show how they got to the point that they were. That would yeah. be inter- interesting. That, you know what? Somebody needs to ask the dorksman, what Pixar prequel would you like to see? That's a great <laughs> question. You guys should do. You guys should seriously do that. Maybe when uh, Lucas comes out, we can use that question. Luca? Luca, excuse me. Yeah. Yes. That looks Excellent. really good. That looks really good. It does. I, 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 the preview caught my attention for sure. Yeah. So did Ray. But anyway, is, did we get through everybody on that one? We <laughs> did. Yes. We yes. Did. yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Liz, for the question. Um, of course, we're all, we're going to ask you what your favorite TV or movie couple is. Please let us know uh, on Twitter or email us at dorksman.gmail.com. You could be the next person to email us. You could be the next Please. Alex. Please email us. Are you guys surprised I didn't say Diana and Steve? No. 
No. <laughs> I don't know. I I I I Wait, okay. Are no, those I, two from that terrible movie? Save for the podcast. <laughs> not the greatest. I'll admit it's not the greatest, but it's not terrible. The most terrible movie. I haven't seen okay, so what in case you didn't know, we're talking about uh since we're on episode eighty four, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. And I still don't know how Steve comes back after dying in World War II, but here we are. So, yeah. I mean, Did have you, you not watched it? I haven't seen it yet, no. Okay. Uh, well, then. Well, good. Save yourself the trouble. Don't watch it. That's what just I keep watch, hearing for, for Just you. watch the first Wonder Woman movie again, and you'll be much better off for it. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. But anyways, this is, uh, this is what our <laughs> topic this week is. Uh, we're very excited to have Gary on. Uh, he is our resident DC fa- fanatic, sure, fan, sure, fanboy, fanboy, DC guy, dude. guy. DC dude. There we buddy. go. Um, Not your buddy guy. And, um, <laughs> and with the uh, the Snyder cut coming out, uh, we wanted to kind of touch a little bit on uh, the DC universe and uh, kind of what they're looking forward to and and what's upcoming and um, basically try to understand why Gary likes DC and why the rest of us are Marvel fans. <laughs> so I wore like my this. DC hat today just for Gary. <laughs> I, I didn't, like I didn't realize I was going to have to, to defend, defend yourself. I know. It was like an interrogation. I'm sorry, Gary. I, I was not part of this lineup of questioning for you, just to be clear. I want us to start off by saying whether or not we are excited about the Snyder Cut coming out because it's been so long a road to get here. I, I personally am. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Like I had subscribed to HBO max um, to watch wonder woman. Uh, and then I unsubscribed after my month was over. I'll probably resubscribe when Snyder cut um, comes out so that I can watch it at home. Cause I don't know when it's coming out at the theater. March 18th. Oh, in the theaters. Yes. I don't, I don't know if they're planning to release it in the theater. They, they want to, but I don't think they've actually, said a date yet mm. is the last i've heard is that is that he wants to but it, he doesn't know when it will happen yeah, so i think it's going to be an eventual thing they may wait till the pandemic is over um you know to to bring it back all the movie theaters around here are open uh, they're showing very few things though um but i'm going to resubscribe to see it and, and i think it's probably the best situation to see it in i know it's an action movie and you want to see it in the full dolby 18.3 surround sound whatever it's up to now but <laughs> it's four hours so mm-hmm. i kind of want to have that luxury of pausing it to go use the restroom four times um as the movie plays because i'm old now and i've got to get up and use the bathroom lunch so i, I am looking forward to it i want to see what his original vision uh was for the movie i want to kind of see if that maybe changes some people's opinion about it um my opinion is Justice League just seemed rushed. It seemed like DC was trying to catch up with Marvel and the Avengers, the culminating movie of everybody. And they're like, well, let's just go ahead and do it now. And I think that's why some people kind of, I think if Marvel hadn't done the job that they did with the Avengers uh, and the MCU, I don't think people would have given as much flack to the Justice League movie because I don't think it was as horrible as some people make it out to be. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And and I, like I, I go back to this horrible as some people are making it out. To no, me. it it that one most definitely is. But uh, <laughs> I, I always like to say, and I probably mentioned this on the podcast several times. I think there's the Nolan effect. Talking about Christopher Nolan uh, and the job that he did with the Batman trilogy. I, I think for all 
comic movies since then. I think there's just a high standard that people kind of look up to and be like, okay, this should be an Oscar worthy type movie instead of looking at it as the, you know, summer popcorn flick that, you know, comic book movies used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think that's probably why justice league probably gets some unfair uh, criticism. Um, I'm I'm just ready to see what his vision is and kind of see some of the stuff that, that landed on the cutting room floor. There's a lot that you said there though, that, um, needs to be unpacked, right? Because mm-hmm. there is, I think, a Nolan effect with DC. And it's not necessarily just what you said around um, elevating the standard of what a superhero film could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy set a tone for the DC films that they may have thought needed to continue into the future ones, right? So it's not just the storytelling, but uh, like the, the elevated storytelling, um, Oscar-worthy caliber films. But that, because Nolan's films are relatively dark, right? And You're it, right, the it, tone it, of it, yes. It fits the Batman franchise for it to be dark, because Batman's villains are all psychotic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it, it, it suits that world. Whether or not that grittiness needed to be carried throughout mm. um the yes. dc films is i think where the big question and and zach snyder if you look at zach snyder's films that's his storytelling style right mm-hmm. um muted colors um darker themes um and it's it, he's not a mcu um type of director right and that i think and and some people like it and some people don't right critics i think don't seem to like Snyder's style. And I think some of that carries into um, how they judge uh, his films. And so I agree with you, Joe. I don't think the Justice League film was as bad as everyone said. Where it suffered was the whole Joss Whedon coming in Mm. and recutting a lot of stuff that he had already done. Um, And it became a mishmash of two different styles because Joss Whedon, definitely an mcu you know um like some irreverent comedy thrown in with dramatic um you know storylines right and it works and you have two different film styles uh clashing mm-hmm. uh and you know i think that's why the justice league film suffered so i like you i'm looking forward to seeing what his mm-hmm. vision is when he has the control to to take the storyline where he wants how he sees it without this dichotomy of, of uh, two different directors um, trying to put their stamp on it. Whether or not it's going to be successful, I think will be... Because I think part of the Justice League, the, the storyline, um, and maybe it's going to be more cohesive with, with Zack Snyder, but the success, I think, will, will depend on how well he can take the existing storyline and either change it a little bit um enhance it or whatever um so I'm, I'm i'm excited to see where it goes but i don't know if anything other than fan service coming out of this um is going to change any future direction of the dc films well i i personally think one of the parts that was lacking in justice league was kind of the backstory and the driving force for uh batman and bruce wayne's character Mm -hmm. uh which obviously or at least i think they were alluding to with the robin suit uh alluding to the fact that the joker had been responsible for his death um and i think that wasn't really fleshed out 
Um, and I think when you have these superhero movies where you have all these big personalities being brought together, I, I think it's ideal that you have fleshed out their kind of individual backstories in previous films and with mm -hmm. them flip flopping around so much with, you know, retconning and rebooting all those characters, especially the Batman character. I think that's what didn't quite mesh. And I'm hoping some of that extra hour and a half or two hours, however much longer this version is, since we saw the Joker in the trailer, I'm hoping we get a little bit more of that backstory uh, and a little bit more of kind of Batman's like, like his motivation for, for everything that's going on in the film. So uh, I'm hoping that's going to play out and I'm guessing that's what they're, what they're teasing in that part. I don't know that for sure, but that's just kind of my hope about it. Aren't they, didn't they say they are elaborating on like cyborg story and yeah. I thought there was somebody else's they were too, but I can't well, think of who it was. Snyder, I, I don't know why I have this recollection that when the Justice League film was coming back out, what was coming out back in 2017, was it 2018 right. that it came out around that time frame? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Cyborg, I think, was supposed to be the central character because um, because of the, the storyline tying in with Darkseid and Mother Boxes and you know, um, it was going to be his origin story, and I think it was going to flesh out his backstory. Um, so whether or not, I mean, there's there's, there's so much that we could talk about this just film. I mean, with all the controversy with Ray Fisher, right? Um, right. You know, like who knows whether or not they're gonna how how much they're gonna put back in with that? Are they gonna invest the amount of time? Um, on the character when apparently they're not even going to go for it anymore with them. Right. Uh, and they're planning not to recast after this. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see whether or not they, 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 how much free reign did they give Zack Snyder to, to do the film he wanted um, versus also looking to see what they could mine for this for, for their future franchises. Right. Well, besides Cyborg, it also felt like the the Flash, Flash was not very was. well mm -hmm. uh, was not very well fleshed out. But it, they they did show uh, uh, Iris West, yes, Allen mm -hmm. in the in the trailer as well. So maybe that's a little bit more, and, and that's what I'm hoping for. I, I know there's going to be more action scenes and all that kind of stuff thrown in, but I'm hoping some of that extra time is allocated specifically for again, kind of the Batman backstory with Robin and the Joker and then Flash and Cyborg to hopefully have a little bit more fleshed out. And, and I, again, I'll go back to, I think the whole thing was rushed. I, I think yeah. they were trying to catch up with the MCU and I think mm -hmm. they should have waited and should have fleshed out some of these backstories. Um, Cause I mean, you don't get to these side characters getting their origin stories after they're introduced until you get to like, I'm thinking like maybe Black Panther was maybe the first like major character in the MCU. And, and Ryan could probably speak to this better that was introduced and kind of teased, uh -huh. but I'm sure Marvel all along said, Hey, we're going to kind of introduce him here and kind of give him his origin story in this movie by having his father killed. And then we're going to flesh it out later. And I'd have been okay if they'd have done that with like one of the, you know, DC characters in Justice League and said, hey, we'll we'll kind of give Cyborg his origin story here or Flash's origin story and then we'll flesh it out later. Uh, but that's not how they did it. 
And still to this day, you still don't have that. It, it just seems like it's just a hot mess over there at their studios. They don't have a Kevin Feige that's, you know, kind of keeping everything reined in over there. I don't even know who their person is. And I think that's probably, you that's know, some right there. Yeah. But yeah. That's telling of the whole situation that, you know, you know who Kevin Feige is, right? And you know his involvement and you know what he does, but you don't really know that DC equivalent and what they're trying to accomplish over there. It just seems like a hot mess. What's his name? Walter. Hamada? You, you, that's the thing. You could say any name, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's new, right? But I agree, Joy, because um, they introduced Cyborg, they introduced Flash, but they also introduced Aquaman, technically, right? Mm -hmm. No, Aquaman mm -hmm. came in uh, the other, the, the Superman versus Batman. Yes, that's right. But that, was, but they, they, that was just a cameo. But um, whereas, like, you know, they introduced Wonder Woman and Aquaman in the in the uh, Batman versus Superman film, but Wonder mm -hmm. Woman had a bigger part throughout the film. Aquaman right. was an at what's he was just the after credit scene when um uh Bruce was looking was it Bruce or yeah Bruce was looking at the uh the clips oh he, right yeah yeah he was, he was just an after credit thing so you seeing him in um Justice League was really the first time that you're seeing him as a character and then they did the Aquaman film afterwards so they introduced three right. major superheroes in Justice League and gotcha. I agree they rushed it right um if they had stuck with just introducing Wonder Woman, the Batman versus Superman, and then they did the Wonder Woman film, which was fantastic, right? And then they did the Justice League. I, I don't even think they should have done Justice League right then. They should have done something else, maybe introduce this, uh, you know, like Flash or Cyborg mm -hmm. or some other character. Um, you know, the formula that, that Marvel used was a good one, but Marvel also started back in like 2008. Mm -hmm. Right, right. With the current stuff. And DC jumped on that too late, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so the Joey's point about them playing catch up, yeah, they, they needed to capitalize because you don't, they didn't know how long the public is going to embrace superhero films, right? Right. It could have been a flash in the pan that, that the mm -hmm. Marvel film well and then you oversaturate did you like that pun ryan, <laughs> pun, ryan? um you know and and then dc comes in and oversaturates the market with superhero films right um so you know i i don't profess to understand like you know producer decisions and and you know stuff like that but yeah they were they were seeing the success and they were like we got to capitalize on this now before it's too late so they definitely rushed the films um and unlike you know one architect um the i think warner brothers um really screwed up the visions of many of these directors mm -hmm. uh, i have yeah. video mm -hmm. notes that needed to incorporate i mean it, it affected the wonder Woman film as well because i don't think the third act of the first wonder Woman movie um mm -hmm. is great by any stretch of the imagination and i think i saw patty jenkins said that a lot of that was studio um involvement asking her to to incorporate stuff um and you can tell that it's it it doesn't fit where the other first two acts were going right so mm -hmm. um i think warner brothers is just really messing messing things up um too many studio directions rather than giving um the directors themselves the the freedom to to tell the story that they want i see it and, as and a... you've got a sorry go ahead joey oh i was just going to kind of add on to gary um that you've 
when you hire a director for the film, you've got to trust them. And I understand the studio will have their input, just like just like Marvel has their input. But you you've you've got to hire somebody that you trust. And if you don't trust their vision, you know, for ninety something percent of the film, with maybe asking for a few little things here or there, not for them to change a whole entire third act, you know, you you you've hired the wrong person. Then you need to look for somebody else and yeah. I, I think that's i think that's definitely something that they've suffered either from. that or have the expectation set ahead of time yeah, yeah. but I, I but i'm more the earlier like joey said like there's a reason they didn't have chris columbus direct this film you know what i mean um they didn't it wasn't a kid's film so yeah. um it's i one i actually 100 agree and, and and it's worked i mean that's the thing there's so many case studies of where this has worked for marvel and even beyond you know, this is, I mean, there are other superhero movies out there where it has and hasn't worked. I'm thinking, of course, of like uh, Spawn, you know, was a, a superhero movie that came out years ago and they did, um, you know, all the Fox X-Men or Dead Daredevil, you know, where Ben Affleck should have even told him, don't do this. I've been there. Don't do that. <laughs> um, I've been on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't do that shit. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the point is, it's not like this is a new thing either. Like, and, and, and that's just superhero movies. We could go beyond that to any other movie and say... Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Right. Just action films in general, I think, is a good way to refer to it. There's a, to play off all of you guys here, number one, there's a large gap in leadership. And of course, it's, it's a lot easier for Marvel because Feige not only helms the MCU, but he was also heavily involved with the X Men films. So as it comes to like Marvel lore, if we want to call it that in this case, he understands a vast spectrum of everything that's going on from the comic book end. And what the storyline really should be adapting that to real world today so that way you're captivating your audience whether it be our age demographic or the 8 to 15 year old child that is only discovering spider-man for the first time he's able to tell the story in the right way um looking at it from the other side it's just like it's piecemeal right mm -hmm. they're they're dropping the ball and of course i'm not the biggest dc fan so i don't understand the comics heavily as compared to you guys but if we really take a step back and you think about the term superhero the first two people that most people will refer to when you say the word superhero is batman and superman nobody mm -hmm. in the marvel universe really comes mm -hmm. to mind initially so that to me mm -hmm. as a marvel fan first and foremost that's a huge drop of the ball on dc and whoever wants to take ownership of their shit right now because mm -hmm. they really screwed it up I mean, let's, let's I, and I think, we talked about it, like Watchmen. It was such a great film, but it wasn't the film that DC should have done to push things out initially as a group project, right? Because they weren't the most well-known group in the DC world. Yeah. They really should have thought about doing Justice League way back when, but yes, they needed to build up your, we'll say like your Trinity, since Marvel has their Trinity with Thor, Cap, and Iron Man. They didn't build that up in the DC, and it that's in my opinion, a lot of the place where it fell short. And like Ryan said, you know, they had an easier road. DC did, in my mm -hmm. opinion, to do that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you look at Marvel, the only, what I would call hiccup would be the Hulk mm -hmm. uh, part where it was retconned a few times, right? So technically the, um, the Edward Norton, mm -hmm. uh, hulk is is part of the mcu right yes so that's really the only thing that's kind of a little kink in it and i i really think we wouldn't be having this this conversation about justice league if they had incorporated the um the christopher nolan batman um with uh 
oh, why can't I not think of his name? I'm just drawing a Christian blank. Christian Bale? With Christian Bale. I think, and, and I've heard stories about that, and I don't know how true they are as to he was just like, no, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I want to explore other things. Uh, so, And maybe Gary knows some more about that. But I, I think we're having a totally different conversation right now if that Batman versus Superman is Christian Bale Batman that's already been established with the trilogy and mm-hmm. if the Justice League is the Christian Bale one. Yeah. I, I think we forget about everything else if that's the the Batman that we see. As a, and I'm not saying Ben Affleck did a bad job, but I mean, look, we're, we're already, we're starting over again. Like Robert right. Pattinson is right. Batman yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's where I think DC keeps messing up is they I keep agree. changing out who's playing everybody. Well, but, even even with Marvel, what they did is they didn't reinvent, but they did the Hulk. They didn't go back and say, oh, shit, we got another Hulk movie. Yeah. They went back and said, well, we're going to change the actor and we're just going to keep going Yeah, for the sake of the, con, you know, continu- uh, con, uh, the continuality Continu- of everything. Continuity. Thank you. I don't know why I could speak. Continuity. I don't know why I could thank for the word. <laughs> I'll never run for public office for that reason alone. But um, yes, I, they they. They knew there was a mistake, and they rectified it, but they didn't redo it. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I think that says like a Rody. lot. Right? Yeah, Rhodey's another great example, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rhodey's the a great example. thing is, we have to remember the Hulk film store is a different studio. Not not the Edward Norton one. No, but I'm, I'm saying that, that and that's why that's the one that's that still fits within the um, right. the 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 MCU, right? Mm-hmm. Is because the Edward Norton film was done by... Um, studios studios mm-hmm. whereas the first um one was not right, right agreed agreed and so um and dc doesn't i mean dc has warner warner brothers right <laughs> established um um you know movie studio right um dc doesn't have that same you know control over it so warner brothers being the parent company they're dictating a lot of this stuff. Mm, right. um, so it's, it comes back to, to Joey, Joey's point about uh, Feige having that. He's the, he's the architect of the MCU, mm-hmm. one visionary, and Warner Brothers doesn't have that. Yeah. And maybe they should, though. Maybe they should go find it. I mean, and they're, they're trying with Jeff Johns, um, and Jeff Johns does a lot of the TV work. Mm-hmm. But I think what... Um, there's a lot of I don't know why they didn't I and mean, I know we're talking movies and not TV but sure you know they're doing really really well with the TV shows right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, those have been pretty successful I mean some seasons kind of fall off and and stuff like that but on a whole DC TV has been really really good but there's been this divide from DC TV to DC EU the 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 movies and they right. never wanted the people from the DC TV to end up in the movies right. And there were always rights issues about, oh, you can't use that character because we're planning to use it in the movie. Uh, and they didn't want this whole, you know, two different green arrows, two different flashes, et cetera. Right. Um, and the unfortunate thing is that's what DC Comics is really known for is their multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Marvel has their their own uh, multiverse as well. But mm-hmm. DC, that's what they're really known for in the mm-hmm. comics, right? your earth one year earth two the justice right. Society characters etc right they probably should have leaned into that <laughs> right from the start because that's where they're trying to course correct to i think now right mm-hmm. with the whole christ look how well crisis on infinite earths on the on the dc tv stuff did right mm-hmm. um and i think that you know there's there's always been this this question as to whether or not it's going to be too much for the casual viewer 
to understand that you can have two different Supermans running around in the same universe, two different flashes, five different flashes, whatever it happens <laughs> to be. Right. Uh, and I don't think they made Warner Brothers is giving their, uh, the people that, that would embrace this stuff enough credit uh, to know that, that it can work. And that's where they think they're trying to head right now by giving the directors their creative freedom to, to do their own film mm -hmm. and not have to have it connect with each other mm -hmm. or have a tenuous connection or whatever. Um, just tell a good story with that character and then see where it goes. And that yeah. way they can build the universe organically without mm -hmm. trying to force it the way that they did with the first Justice League because they did rush it, right? Yeah. But I think the other uh, thing, and I know that we were running out of time, but the other thing that, that I wanted to bring up that um, I think has an effect um, is just the fan base themselves. And it it's to, to Ryan's point that um, you know, DC should have had a leg up coming out of this because Superman and Batman um, are, and if you, if you, you can even count one room, right? Because if, 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 you know, you ask who's like the premier superhero that most people would probably know, it's probably one woman more so than Black Widow. I mean, mm -hmm. Black Widow. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. So DC should have had a leg up, right? Mm -hmm. But I think because of that, they also probably had a bigger hill to climb than someone coming out with a Captain America film because the characters are so well known right and everybody probably had an opinion right you have your linda carter one woman you have your adam west batman it's like they're so well known you have your christopher reese superman there you go yeah um it's they had a bigger hill to climb in, in terms of putting together a a huge blockbuster movie franchise thing universe versus not many people probably knew captain america before the you know the general public at least Right, comic book fans, of course, but the general, right. maybe they didn't know Captain America or Iron Man or whatever. Mm -hmm. So those films came out, and you know, people are like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And you know, they came out at a time when um, you know the technology was there to do amazing graphics and you know special effects and stuff like that. Um, and I think that um, DC saw this, and yeah, they had to play catch up with it, um, and. They they had a bigger um, hill to to climb, um, so uh, so yeah. So and and the fan base, of course, you 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 see a Marvel film coming out. I think most people go, "Oh, I'm really excited to do that because of how well the other films have been doing." Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. The film comes out, and the immediate thing is like, hopefully, it's not going to suck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go into a DC film with a negative, yeah, expectation, right. action, yeah. and if it is even remotely not at the top of its game it's terrible well that's Whereas because marvel's, marvel's raised the bar yeah, yeah. marvel film people go and i expect this to be great and you come out and it's like oh i was a little disappointed but it was still a pretty good film so i think fan expectations play into how people perceive the dc films i right? agree 100 um, so, so i think that you know um like i'm i'm a dc fan i'm a marvel fan right um i just like seeing these films on screen so mm -hmm. Wonder Woman 1984 to me, is it my favorite film? No. Was I disappointed after watching it? Absolutely. But is it a terrible film? I wouldn't say it's a terrible film, right? Um, did I go in expecting uh, it to be fantastic? Yes. And I think part of that is too of when Wonder Woman 84 came out. There had been such yeah. a lot of films yeah. that people were hyping this film because there was nothing that we had been given any content up to this point. 
Mm-hmm. So the expectation for for uh, Wonder Woman eighty four was that probably you know really really high compared to um, fairly high, yeah. Been in a normal year when we would have had other content to consume, and I think people were just starved for this during yeah, COVID. That's totally fair. Yeah. So um, so yeah so um, okay I'm, I'm off. That was good. No, that was good. <laughs> I, I think another problem that some of the DC films suffer from, I don't think um, Batman, it, it, I think Batman's the one exception to this, but I think, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, I think the general non-comic reading public is more familiar with Marvel villains than they are with DC villains outside of Batman. I think Batman has got such a long history between the animated series and the Michael Keaton and the Val Kilmer and that, that series of Batman movies and even the Adam West series in the sixties. I think though, outside of Batman, I think not a lot of, I would say casual DC fans know a lot of villains that they can name. Whereas I think Marvel, I think you have, a plethora of even if they're minor villains and i think that's some part of these comic uh movies that a lot of us don't really think about and take for granted is the villain side because Mm -hmm. that's almost always the driving factor right is is the good versus evil story the protagonist and the antagonist right and i think we're very familiar with all the protagonists in both marvel and dc but i think once you get to that villain and i think that's when when gary mentioned wonder woman not living up to expectations i think that's one of the things it suffers from and i know there's been a long thing that ryan can talk about as far as marvel villains and that's always kind of been a little knock on them that outside of maybe loki and killmonger and thanos not a lot of the villains that show up from time to time and uh, get a lot of backstory and a lot of character development. And I think DC is 10 times as worse because I think at least with the Marvel characters, you at least know who some of these characters are. Mm-hmm. But with DC films, like who had ever heard of some of these? The two main yeah, where did he come from? Right. And then the two main villains from the 1984 movie. Yeah. I mean, who would is, is a deep cut of a villain. Right. And only diehard people, uh, like I, as soon as I found out that it was going to be Maxwell Lord, I'm like, oh, you know, in the comics, one woman kills him, right? She breaks his neck in the comics, mm-hmm. right? A lot of well, people probably wouldn't even know that, right? Um, he was a, primarily a, um, a Justice League uh, character back in the, in the, the late 80s. Um, and then he became like a, a very well-known with one woman because of that one uh, incident. Um, so it's a deep cut. You're right, Joey. It's like they, I truthfully think they should have just focused on the cheetah um, because I thought they did such a good job with developing her character at the start. I think hers was more it, well developed. Right? They just was, Chris, it. was Kristen Wiig a good pick for that? I, again, I haven't seen the movie. I think you know, so. I, I think, think she did so. a good job. I yeah. questioned it at first, but once I saw her like as Barbara Minerva, I think she was really, really good. Nice. Um, you, you know, get the contrast from from her non-villain self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Gilly from SNL playing Cheetah. They, <laughs> all around the the character development, and if they just focused on one villain, and I much better. Yeah. A lot of movies tend to do that, right? I mean, look look at the original um, uh, Batman films, right? The first one was just the Joker, and then mm-hmm. the one was what? It was Catwoman and Penguin, and Penguin. right? Yeah. The third one was like Riddler uh, and I, Mr. And Freeze and, and Mr. Freeze. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, wait, no, 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 that's the third one. Uh, Riddler and uh, Two Face. Yeah. yeah. The fourth it, one is Poison Ivy. Adding like Long Bane shows up in that one, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah so doesn't talk, and he's just like some dude. Yeah. Juiced <laughs> up on like plants. It. Yeah. <laughs> So real quick, I know we're, we're wrapping this up, but Gary brought up a great point that, um, you know, trying to make it more for the casual, but I think WandaVision is an excellent example of doing the exact opposite of that. Yeah, I think people, and I, I, I know I've done this, I think Joey's mentioned it, like when an episode's over, I mean, I have questions. I go investigate. I learn more about, you know, the comic books or about the villain or whatever the case is. Um, and I think that's something that's worked really well for Marvel and beyond. So I think it's something DC should absolutely embrace because I think there's a lot of great backstory. But don't forget that um, TV, you have much more, like people have much more room to tell deeper mm. stories. Right. Oh yeah. No, no. But I mean, like, I mean, even let's take even, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything with WandaVision, but I'm just saying even, even some of the other Marvel movies, you want to go back and investigate Oh well, who is that, or why, where'd they come from, and you know, really pique their interest, even though they might be a minor character. Versus, you know, you got to play to the, you got to play to the people that are going to basically bash you on your criticism. You know, it's going to be the hardcore nerds, which we all appreciate because they know a lot. And you know, you're right, DC's done a great job not doing that. They've done everything to make the, you know, more more interesting in the public, and that's why a four hour movie is going to be um, kind of a make or break situation. Because yeah. they're you know they, yeah. they're going to pack it in there and they're going to hopefully do a lot of lore, a lot of uh, arc in there, and really get it developed and get people's interest. And, and I mean, like you guys, we're not talking spoilers, but they're throwing in characters or um, you know, sorry, that's if you hear a noise in the background, that's Dan cooking. Hi, Dan. <laughs> um, you know, if, if they're throwing in extra characters that weren't in the first one, then I'm like. <laughs> What's the point? As, as much as I'm excited to see, you know, what if some of these spoilers actually play out, mm. um, it's like I also worry. To Joey's point, is like they're throwing in so much into this. Is it going to oversaturate it with content and not allow them to to, to actually give more backstory to to the ones that we already know? So yeah, I yep. worry about that a little bit. You know, cameos are fantastic, but. Um, Hopefully, it doesn't um, distract from right, and it brings so, something to it yeah. more than more than that. Yeah, it's like the phrase: sometimes less is more. Yeah, they have to, they have to be able to, in my opinion, at least, right, and take this with a grain of salt as the Marvel fan that I am. Before DC, they have to be able to show restraint, but also be good about telling a story. Because yeah. one thing Disney is always great about, it doesn't matter what part of their company you're talking about, what franchise, whether it be Star Wars, um, Pixar, etc., Marvel, they are good at crafting a story. And while you may not see it at first, because since we're talking <laughs> WandaVision a little, first two episodes, a lot of people felt were very bleh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you look at mm-hmm. the context of the first episode to the most recent episode, you're like, damn, I didn't yeah. see that. I didn't see that. I understand why this is playing out slowly. But it's like you're not going to go zero to 100 immediately and just, you know, fall off the roller coaster. They have to build you up to that climactic part, which we're not even to yet. No spoilers, right. of course. I mean, that's that's an obvious thing. There's a few more episodes to be watched. But I think, again, that's where DC has really fallen short. Yeah. I think the problem with DC is that I almost feel like they've they've gotten to a point where it's unfortunately in, irreparable with the majority of the fan base because it's like they're always forever going to be compared to Marvel. 
Marvel has had a lot of they've had some questionable movies. I'm sure they have flopped and they haven't done as well as they want. But it just feels like people will forgive Marvel so much quicker than they will even give DC a chance. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's fair at all, but it's just it's just it feels like that's just the way that however Warner Brothers has done their business over the years and it's like it's scorned so many people and people are so upset by um by what they've done with with the movie franchise and for me like the the freshest thing in my mind is that when you look at the Nolan Batman movies I don't I forget they're DC which is insane because yeah. DC Comics is literally Batman yeah but mm-hmm. I I do not think DC movie when you say DC movies I do not think those i think i think justice league i think wonder yeah. woman you know i think those i don't think about those amazing batman movies that christopher nolan made um and that's unfortunate because they could have been building that universe from then yeah right and they could have they could have done what marvel did they could have beat marvel to the gate and they they Mar- we could be having this conversation about why marvel's failing and not doing as well as as dc right now but you know <laughs> while ryan pulls out his hair i <laughs> didn't know that like you were, we talked about, they didn't know where yeah. they were heading with it, right? Yeah, they and probably had storylines in development uh, mm-hmm. that just they didn't think would fly, right? Because mm-hmm. I think Wonder Woman's been in development for a very long time, and I'm sure <laughs> the, you know rebooting Superman franchise was was in the works, um, but they just they just didn't know where it was going to go. I think right? that's part of the problem is like they they continually try to retcon things that have been done in the past. And mm-hmm. while, yes, we can admit that Marvel has had some bumps in the road, they've taken it in stride and they've kept going. They didn't deviate from the end game plan. Mm-hmm. Yes, the pun is there, of course. But, <laughs> I mean, it was important, right? Feige had a 10-year goal. Mm-hmm. They had the end story that they wanted to achieve. This may not have been the best part of that story, but they didn't, like, scrap the entire idea. I think that's where DC needs to, like, really buckle down if you are going to place somebody in charge of it, whether you need to retcon from here, move forward, stick to your plan. Don't deviate. Because the more that you start skewing from your original path, the more it's just going to be basically shard your universe. It's already broken to hell. Yeah. It'll be interesting if the Zack Snyder cut, um, the reception of it, if it, if it is really, really positive... What are people going to be saying now? It's like, oh, you know, if we had gotten the Zack Snyder cut, where could the <laughs> where could we been? Gone, where would right? we be yeah. now? Yeah, right. Where would we be, yeah. would be now if the studios hadn't brought in Joss Whedon to to finish out? And we understand why they brought him in. I mean, you know, unfortunately, you know, Zack Snyder's daughter, um, you know, and he had to step away. Um, but it'll, it'll and it, it'd be funny to see how many people take back their words of of snack cider's vision if all of a sudden it turns out to be a really really good film right you know and what parent uh, paramount uh what warner brothers is going to do whether or not they will then say hey you know should we continue on with this direction what if it doesn't but if it doesn't if it doesn't though they they probably cut their loss and say this is a one-off thing it's not going to affect what they're doing right now because they have all these other films Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up right because they have aquaman 2 in the works they have suicide flash Squad, right flash is in the works um, Don't flash um already wonder woman is right. already greenlit for a third movie the third one yeah Black Adam's so, coming out shazam oh, yeah. coming yeah. out um, i forget shazam 
Wow. So the, the new Batman. The new Batman. <laughs> yeah, the new Batman. Which Just looks Batman. Great. I mean, I saw that cut, and I I wasn't sure about Robert Pattinson, um, you know, when they first cast, but I saw the cut, the 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 trailer, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. and you know that that yeah. looked really good. Um, and I, I, you know, being a DC guy, like I said, if they go in the direction that you know we're just going to make these standalone films on our characters, they don't have to have a co- cohesive um, universe. I'm actually good with that, right? Sure. I'm getting, I'm getting to see the the heroes that that I liked to read about as a kid and still like to read about on screen. You know, I don't have to see them all teaming up. So, fair enough. Yeah, it's awesome. So before we move on, Gary, with your knowledge of the Snyder Cut, what for for the people out there that don't know what this difference is, can you can you give us a quick Cole's notes on what the difference is between the original Justice League movie and what the Snyder Cut is? Um, Cole, <laughs> so do you use Cole's notes? I don't think I've ever heard the term Cole or Cliff. It's, we have Cole's notes here in Canada. Yeah. Oh, we have okay. Cliff's notes here. It's Cliff notes here. That's why I was like, no, it's Cole's notes. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so um, I think the storyline is generally supposed to be the same. Um, Zach, Zach Snyder's been given the freedom to recut the film to what he wanted it to be. Uh, so I think um, a lot of the stuff that got... Because I think he actually originally filmed a much longer film and the studio asked him to cut mm. it down to you're uh, right. you know, a, a theatrical um, length. So there's a lot of stuff that got cut in the first place that he would have had to cut. Um, and I think he's been given the, the space to recut the film. So it's a true director's cut um, of the same storyline and fleshing out and hopefully putting back stuff in that will make the storyline more cohesive. And the fact that it's one director's vision and not two, um, I think that's what um, people are going to get. Uh, so if you're going to go in thinking that it's a radically different storyline, I'm sure that some of the story beats will be the same, but maybe with this recut version, they'll it'll be more cohesive and it'll make more sense. Makes sense. Cool. That's the whole reason they're doing Dune again. I don't know if you guys ever mm-hmm. saw that movie, but yeah, same exact same thing. It was a four-hour movie they cut down to an hour and a half, and ugh, it was awful. <laughs> let, Ex- let, let the directors tell their story. Yeah, you know? yeah and totally. It's like... If you're gonna if you're gonna give them this free reign and give them the money to do it, let them tell their story and trust them. Yeah, yeah. trust them to tell their story. And I think Good that's night. what Marvel's done a great job of is like mm-hmm. they they trust their directors and they trust the people. But they they've earned their trust, right? right. Like John Favreau has earned the trust of of everyone. The Russo brothers, do, there. yeah, the Russo yeah. brothers uh, definitely have well as well. So we'll see. I I for one, I'm excited for the Snyder Cut. I I'm excited to see. Um, like I'm, I'm willing to give it another chance. Basically, is what is where yeah. I'm at. Like I'm willing to give it another chance. So, by the way, Joey, it looks like the theatrical release will have a 10 minute intermission, two and a half hours in. Will it? <laughs> That's what I just read. Yeah. Just get a two liter. You just pee in the bottle and you're good. Two liter. <laughs> you wanted to get kicked out of the studio or the theater? <laughs> I was like, studio? What? <laughs> yeah. But, well, what do they? They're not gonna. Okay. Anyway, let's let's, let's wrap this up. <laughs> uh anyways yes th- thank you gary for your insight great uh, insight on great insight on, on the dc stuff a lot of stuff like personally like i'm i mean i'll admittedly not the biggest dc fan so it's always good um to kind of sit and listen and and, and hear what people that are, are invested in it and care about it have to share and um like i said i'm excited to see what what 
they're coming up with next if it's a fun action movie i will watch it because i am an action movie junkie um so i, I won't be disappointed if it if it goes either way but you know it should, should be a good time and when it does release fingers crossed yes fingers crossed all right joey what time is it? it's game time all right, sorry, I don't have that. Okay, go on. <laughs> this week's game is called My Mother Martha. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so we are not. definitely having some DC movie trivia today. Oh, God. So it's going to be a Jeopardy-style buzz-in trivia game. Uh, there will be 20 rounds with four traps. Some of those traps are good. Some of them are bad. Uh, there's two wager traps or if you land on them with zero points they're going to be worth 50 points uh you also have a swap points trap and an award 50 to one of your opponents trap uh worth 10 points if you get it right minus 10 if you get it wrong uh there will be a final jeopardy style question at the end for you to wager your points on if somebody does not have a commanding lead like last time so, uh, put your arm will... down, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Since Gary is our guest, we will let him go first to choose a number one through 20. And oh. then whoever gets question right will have control over the board. Gary, start us off, brother. Uh, let's go with 10. Right now, mm, in the middle. Number, number 10. Yes. Okay. Oh, real quick, Gary, do you know how to ring in? I just do I type my name or do I just type my letter or what? Yeah, you can just type a, a letter. In chat we have here into for... the chat. I'm just gonna type a G. That G will is for work. Gary. That will work. Okay, so first question open to everybody. It's a multiple choice. Which of the following Batman actors also appeared in Star Wars? Michael Gaw, Pat Hingle, Tracy Walter, or William Hootkins? Joey, I have to know, did you know this before you made yeah. this question? <laughs> no. Okay, just curious. Oh, nobody's going to answer. The correct a answer <laughs> is William Hootkins. I was thinking the last one, but I don't know why. Yeah, I was going to say Hootkins, but no. Like, what, like, what, what did he play? Play in the Batman films. He played um, Lieutenant Eckhart in Batman. Um, and he is the person that played Porkins in Star Wars. Mm. <laughs> who the hell is Porkins? <laughs> How do you not know who Porkins is? Is the better question. <laughs> Lee, I forget you're not a Star Wars guy. Oh well, <laughs> Gary, you still have control over the board. Um, let's go with five. Number five. What is Metropolis's nickname according to Superman Three? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm such a dc fan <laughs> this is disappointing <laughs> I, yeah, I, i'm a I'm marvel a fan <laughs> I'm, a, I'm gonna switch my hat to the marvel hat Superman right now three is yeah. was okay the I, correct I, answer was the higher. big apricot oh i was <laughs> gonna go the windy apple <laughs> the, windy, <laughs> I was thinking. the windy apple interesting gary you still have control over the board sir uh, one. Mm, number one. Uh, 
which New York, like in real life, newspapers building and lobby stood in for the Daily Planet in the Superman movie? I'll try it. Clint. I'm going with the New York Times. Incorrect. Does somebody else want to buzz in? No, nobody's going to take that risk. They'll just let Clint have negative Nate points. The correct answer was the New York Daily Post. News. Oh. Yeah, the New York Daily News. Sorry. Okay. Gary, you still have control over the board. How? Oh, wow. Uh, 15. Okay. Question number 15 for everybody. What is the name of Renee's Batman Forever character? It's a doctor. I'll give you a hint. Who's Renee? I was going to ask the same question, yeah. but... It's the uh, actor's name. Arbogenois, I believe is how you pronounce the last name. <laughs> it's like... I'm, I know nothing about these oh man this is that's terrible. rough correct answer was dr burton a nod to tim burton okay i, mean, I got the reference questions. but yeah sure these questions yeah. Are, are good questions but they're like deep cuts in these films they are deep cut well i was trying to be challenging for gary i didn't want him to just annihilate everybody in the game but even even gary's getting annihilated by himself all right next one gary you choose still i'm guessing uh, 20 20 yeah let's go 20 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, which facility houses the criminals featured in Suicide Squad? <laughs> oh. Gary? Um, oh, is it Bell Rev? It is Bell Rev. Oh. Gary is the first one on the board with 10 points. Well I'm glad done. you answered that right because that's not what I was going to say. You were going to say <laughs> Arkham, <laughs> weren't you? I was. Yeah, I, I knew it was an Arkham. I'm like, nah. Yeah, it was an Arkham. And I was like, I'm just already in the hole, so I was trying to make it at least entertaining. Okay. Good job, Gary. <laughs> Guess what? The board's still yours. Uh, let's go with um, three. Okay. Number three. Okay. You have two choices here, Gary, because it's the wager one. You can, And it's only open to you. So you can either wager the 10 points you have, or you can go up to 50 points for your wager. Oh. Um, let's, let's wager. Oh, like, uh, do I feel confident? I don't feel confident because these questions are really, really hard. <laughs> I can't uh, wait till it's something super so easy. Let's, let's just, let's just, I'll wager my 10. I'll wager my 10. Wager your 10. Okay. <laughs> In Superman Returns, what is the name Lex Luthor gives his new landmass off the coast of Metropolis? Oh god, I haven't seen that film in the ages. I don't even remember him having a landmass. Um, it's fun to call it a landmass. Right? Land, <laughs> how it was written here. I understood. I just yeah, but it's funny. I I, I bought a new landmass. I'm gonna build a house on it. <laughs> if it's Lex Luthor, he'd probably be egotistical. He'd probably name it after himself. Uh, let's call it like Lextopia. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that that is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually surprisingly enough, New Krypton is what he called it. Oh, that kind of yeah. makes sense. I seen, Robbie mm. Robbie would have known that. <laughs> I was hoping he was gonna call it like Strawberry Estates or something <laughs> like that. Robbie, Robbie probably would have uh, known that more so than than. Yeah, Robbie. Shout out to Robbie in a sack. Yep. 
Yes, sack. <laughs> you still have control of the board, Gary, even though you have zero points. Man. <laughs> You're still beating me. Seven. Let's go seven. Oh, you get to swap points with somebody, which is really <laughs> sucky at this point. Since swap with everybody's me. got zero except Clint's got negative ten. <laughs> Do I have to swap with, like... You've got to swap with somebody. I mean, it doesn't matter because you, Ryan, and Nate all have zero. I don't think you're going to swap with Clint. No, Come on, do it. I'm gonna, Be I'm cocky. Gonna, I, no, no. I'm going to swap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll swap with Nate because Nate and I have points. There we go. Hell yeah. Right. Still control the board belongs to Gary. Damn. Oh, seven wow. questions. In <laughs> um, okay, let us go with 17. 17 is the other wager. <laughs> Come on, pass them over. Wager all your points. Okay, so I can wager up to 50, you said, right? Correct. All right, let, let's let why not? Why not? Let's 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 go 50. Wow. Just just, just to make it out the big guns. Okay. <laughs> Gary's done us around. We're getting hustled. He's gonna nail this, this one a bit. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. Please let it be a one woman question. <laughs> Which it is a multiple choice though. Okay. Which of the following Batman villains appears in Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice? Is it Lady Shiva, Anarchy, KG Beast, or Killer Moth? <laughs> None of those are doomsday. You just um, made up all these names. <laughs> KG Beast. Is correct. Wow. wow. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah, I think I think he's the one that um does Bruce like um clone someone's phone in Batman versus Superman? He does. He does something with someone's phone like that. Yeah. I, I, I he goes by the name Anatoly, which is his yeah. civilian name. Yeah. So good job to you, Gary. Yeah. Wow. Good name. thing you got this one after the swap point. Yeah. Because that would have been awful. That would have been terrible. And guess who still has control of the board? It's Gary. <laughs> uh, let's go with, uh, have I chosen 13? You have, not. You have, you have not. not. Okay. And remember, the award 50 to somebody else is still on the board, so things are still going to be pretty interesting here towards the end. Number 13, open to everybody. The 1989 Batmobile was built over which make and model of car? I can picture it, but I don't know anything else like look like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I know nothing about cars. I'll give you all multiple choice now for it. Was it the Chevy Impala, the Ford Mustang, the Jaguar XJS, or a Pontiac Firebird? Anybody want to take a roll now? No, everybody's still being a chicken. The correct answer was Chevy Impala. That's not what I was thinking. I'm glad. Yeah, I, I was guess. thinking of that. Hey, you can't call me a chicken. I bet 50 on 50 points. Yeah, true. You can call you a chicken for that question. Yeah, for that question, yeah. Gary's not a All chicken. Right. Gary's a bat. <laughs> Gary is a bat. Okay. Your choice still, Gary. Write that one down, um, Ryan. Let us go with eight. Number eight. Open to everybody. Who was originally slated to direct Superman 4? Wow. Jeez. All these questions. <laughs> Who did direct Superman 4? <laughs> Multiple choice now. Michael Winner, Richard Lester, Wes Craven, or Albert Pune? Clint. Wes Craven. Did you 
choose that one because that was the only name you recognized. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a little out there because he's a horror guy. <laughs> so well, good for you because that one is correct. So you're now up to Ryan points, which for hey. the listeners at home that may have forgotten is zero. You now have control of the board. Somebody besides Gary has control of the board. Watch you end up picking the one where you have to give 50 points to somebody. Exactly what's going to happen. I'm picking number nine. Uh, oh, guess what? That's not it. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> it's a follow-up question to your last one. Okay. Wes Craven actually directed which film based on a DC Comics release? Read that again, please. Wes Craven actually directed which film based on a DC comic? Clint. Superman 4? No, we just said he didn't direct it, you numbskull. I thought you said he did direct it. No. Oh, I misread that then. Okay, my mistake. Anybody else want to take a run at paying attention? Oh I was paying attention. I just thought, well. Uh, Correct sorry, answer we're subjecting was you this to Gary. Swamp huh? Thing. Oh, um, I should have guessed because that's what I was thinking. But I couldn't remember who did – because that's the one with Adrian Barbeau, right? Sure. Uh, yes, oh. yes, yes. Whatever yeah, you say, Gary. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Clint, you still have control with the board. Oh, I do. Well, I'm going to get 50 points. Let's go uh, 11. Okay, number 11, open for everybody. And Batman, what is the name of the Gotham City crime boss Jack Napier initially works for? Okay, we're going to go multiple choice now. Was it Gus Grissom, Virgil Grissom, Carl Grissom or Ivan Grissom? It's a good thing I didn't guess because I would not have guessed. Ryan, bring in. Yep. Ryan. Carl Grissom. Carl Grissom is correct. Ryan oh, is now oh, on the board oh, nice and guy. has control. Hmm. Let's go 18. 18. Before he became cyborg. Vic Stone played football for which college? <laughs> Shoot. The jerseys were red, I think. That's all I remember from... Yeah, that sure <laughs> narrows it down a lot, Nate. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> Your multiple choice answers are Gotham City University, Metropolis College, Gotham State University, or Smallville A&M. <laughs> Nobody's going to go for I'm gonna, it. I'm going to try. Oh, Gary's going to go for it. I'm going to try. Is it Metropolis? No, I'm sorry. Clint. Uh, C. Not Gotham State University. You're now to negative 20. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Good job on that. The correct answer was Gotham City University. I knew it had to be one of the Gotham ones. Damn it. I couldn't remember if it was a Metropolis team or a Gotham team. Ryan, you still have control over the board. Two, please. Numero dos. Yes. In Superman, where does Lex Luthor set up his lair? (laughs) 
<laughs> your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> New Krypton. Uh, All right. Say it again. Who? Where does Lex Luthor set up his lair in the first Superman movie? Your choices are atop the Chrysler building, in the science building at Metropolis State University, in disused parts of the LexCorp office tower, or in a forgotten but opulent Metropolis train station. I've never seen this movie, so I have no idea. Um, How far ahead of everybody? Clint's going to ring in. <laughs> Get it wrong, so I'll, I'll narrow it down a choice for you. Uh, I'm going to go see. No, not as, no, now you've got negative 30. <laughs> I, I might as well, I'm, you know what, I'm going to Gary! Uh, I'm going to say D. Train station is correct. Very good. You're back up to 50, and you now have control over the board. Um, how many questions do we have left? I don't even we know. We have number one. 4, 6, 12, 14, 16, and 19. Uh, 19. 19. Your question for everybody. Which DC villain is Justice League Big Bad Steppenwolf related to? Clint. Doomsday? Incorrect. Negative 40. Like in the comics or in... It's, are you uh, saying the actor or the character? The character. Okay. Steppenwolf is this person's uncle. I think that's how I'm reading yeah, it. I, I just don't remember. He's going to be in the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just I'm just in. Gary? Is he Darkseid's uncle? Yes. That's what I was thinking. I'm not Doomsday. Oops. Correct. Oh, well. Very good. Know. Gary's up to 60. Because then, because there, there's a storyline in the comics where um, Steppenwolf uh, on Earth 2 is like, um, has a, a daughter with Wonder Woman. Oh, <laughs> Interesting. Weird. Yeah. All right, Gary, your choice. Uh, 12. 12. Which of the following actors was not cast as Dick Grayson in a Batman film? Jerry O'Connell, Chris O'Donnell, Marlon Wayans, or Ricky Addison Reed? Cast as who? Dick who? Dick Grayson. Grayson. Robin, man. Yeah, no, no, I was trying to think who that was. Okay. Um... Now, remember, this is cast. Some of them were cut, like their parts were cut. That's what makes it a tricky yeah. one. Clint? Hey. A good job paying attention, Clint, enough to know that there were four choices. A is not correct. You're down <laughs> now. Jerry O'Connell, right? A was Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. B was Chris O'Donnell. C was Marlon Wayans. And D was... Somebody. Oh, wait. I read them out of order. You said Jerry O'Connell? That is yeah. correct, actually. Okay. I'm sorry. So you're negative 30 now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it makes a difference. <laughs> Safe. It does, right, for my, have, it does for my confidence, okay? Uh, <laughs> you do have control of the board now. 16, please. Huh? Say again? 16. Say, say one more time. And six. One more time, just to make sure. <laughs> Four. 
no, you said 16. Now you have to give 50 points to somebody. <laughs> Nate, you're all yours, buddy. I gave him to Ryan last week, so you get him this week. Uh, oh, wow. Woo. It's getting close now. Good job, Nate, with that comeback for the ages. Yeah. You're just 10 points behind Gary. I see oh, it <laughs> All right, uh, Clint, you have a choice between 4, 6, and 14. All the traps are gone. 14. I'm sorry, 14? Okay, I really didn't hear you. Something's cutting in and out on my end. Number 14, what was the name of Penguin's gang in Batman Returns? <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't even mention to do that. Too bad! <laughs> oh. Um, let's see. Um, I was doing before I could even give the multiple choice. I know. He's living dangerously. Um, but he should not have. No, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. Oh, Gary's down to 50. He's tied with Nate. Ooh. We're, we're, we're at multiple choice here. Was it the Red Circle Gang, the Red Triangle Gang, the Red Herring Gang, or the Red Ring Gang? Ryan? Red Herring. Incorrect. Damn. I got zero You're now. You're now back down to Nate. I tried. <laughs> uh, Nate. Red Triangle. Red triangle game. Uh, Nate takes the lead Whoa. here in the last second and gets control over the board as well. Like we only have one six. question left. Yeah. No, oh, we, we have two. I'm sorry. Four and six are left. Let's go with four. Number four. In the original Superman movie, what song is playing in Brad's car as Clark runs up to the Kent farm? I don't know who Brad is, but that's <laughs> part of the question. Your multiple choices are Shake, Rattle, and Roll, Crazy Man, Crazy, See You Later, Alligator, and Rock Around the Clock. Clint. Rock Around the Clock. Rock Around the Clock. Look at you trying to dig yourself out of that hole with your whole negative 20 points. I mean, you won't. It's mathematical. I'm going to negative it no matter what. Yeah. But. And so you get number six. Who voiced Nuclear Man in Superman Four: The Quest for Peace? Wow, <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> I am Groot. Was it Mark Pillow, Peter Cullen, Gene Hackman, or Richard Hackman? Ooh, nobody wants to go for it, and the correct answer is Oh, Clint. Let's go with B. Peter Cullen? Yeah. Wow, that's incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Correct answer was Gene Hackman. So into the final round, the only people that can compete are Nate and Gary, because they're the only ones with points left, because Ryan and Clint are awful. Uh, Nate, you have 60 points. Gary, you have 50. I'm going to count to 10 in that time. You need to decide how many points you're going to wager. When I get to 10, you will hit enter to enter your wager. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Zero Gary points. is wagering 25. Nate is wagering zero. What a nice move. And Clint is still trying to feel important, so he wagered negative 73 points. And Ryan... To follow that up, try to be funny. Wager zero, <laughs> which is wrong. I still get forty-three points. It's a, it's a okay. brilliant strategy. Sure, sure <laughs> it is. All right, Nate, 
you are in the lead, so you pick a number one through ten to decide which question will be asked of you and Gary. Uh, number five. You're using the Gary strategy of using five and zeros, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Question number five. I'm going to read it out, and then you will have about till Clint runs out of steam singing the Jeopardy song, and you'll have to answer when I say go. Everybody ready? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. God. In Birds of Prey, oh. what is the name of Helena Bertinelli's father? Are you going to sing for us, Clint? Oh, do do. That's all I got. I'm not oh, <laughs> golly, man. You've been running all no, the scene no, early no, lately. I'll let him do 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 do. And go. Oh, we type in a question or type in your answer. Oh man, you know what? If somebody would have said Valerie Bertinelli, I would have actually given you some bonus points for that. <laughs> but, uh, the correct uh, answer was Franco Bertinelli. <laughs> and so our winner this week is Nate because he took the strategy of knowing, you know what, these questions have been super hard and I'm probably not going to know it. So I'm only wagering zero. And for that, yeah. you win. Hey, Nate, you're welcome for the assist. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Clint this week for helping me helping me win. It was wonderful. I helped Ryan last week and helped you this week. No more, yeah. though. No Those more. questions are really hard. They were tough. Yeah. Thank you, Joey. Yeah. Well, it's it actually a... Gary's fault. I was like, man, Gary's a DC super fan. Like, I've got to have some difficult questions to mm -hmm. ask. And it was, like, way too difficult, apparently. Even with ten... the multiple choice. You had 10 different answers for the, just the final Jeopardy question, though? That's impressive. What were some of the other questions? Son, I didn't come up with all of them. You you realize I, I, I sourced well, you, most okay. of this stuff. You prepared <laughs> 10 separate questions for just the final question. Sure, we'll go with that. Give us, what was um, number three? What was number three? Uh, which villain makes a brief cameo in the Justice League stinger scene? Deathstroke. That's correct. Ooh. What about number seven? Uh, number seven, true or false, Rachel Dawes is an original character created for Batman Begins. True. True. That is true, yep. Uh, ten. Uh, which of the following films is not based on a comic book published by DC Comics? The Losers, A History of Violence, Priest, or The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? It'd be A. No. Um, I think it's Priest. Isn't Losers it? is a DC comic. Priest is a DC comic. Was it? Gentleman was. It says Priest is uh, based on a Korean comic book, not DC. Oh, maybe. Um, hmm. What am I thinking? Are you thinking? I'm thinking Preacher. Preacher? Preacher. Oh, Preacher. Yeah, Preacher. Sorry. Yeah. Let's do one just to see. Do one more time. Last one. <laughs> one oh, no. more time. What is the name of the Bell Rev security guard Joker tortures to get access to the prison? Oh, that I don't know. Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> Griggs is the correct answer. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Well, See, all right. Seven, three, three would have been good one. <laughs> or <Yeah>. seven. <laughs> I took your strategy though. I picked five. 
right in yeah. the middle. Those right are good questions, Joey. But there, that's like there was there there was some definite deep cuts in that. Deep cuts. That's what we like to do around here. Let people be um, the because in the in the TV Arrow series, um, Huntress's father was named Frank. Frank Burton. No, so I should have known that. It's okay. But you didn't. There's always and next you, time, Gary. We'll lost. have you back on for. Oh, you'll be back. You'll be back. Oh, Maybe next week. <laughs> Tony, you want to be back with us next week? We'll, we'll put you on next I like, week. I like chatting with you guys. We like having you here, Gary. We really do. So. Oh, by the way. Okay. So, uh, follow up to the very beginning of Ask the Dorks when Caleb responded and said, I was once kicked off go karts for reckless driving. Ah, there we go. <laughs> that yeah, is a good answer, nice. Caleb. That's a good very, answer. Very yeah. nice. Yes. I like that. He claims there was a bee harassing him, but really he just had a lead Bees! <laughs> Bees! Tommy Boy reference. We should go go karting. I don't know. One yes, day. we should go go karting. <laughs> I don't remember that scene in My Girl, but I guess. <laughs> they got the reference. Uh, or, he, the reference. or he just laughed. I got the reference. Just he got the reference. I thought we were talking about the Jerry Seinfeld B movie. No. Anyway. No. <laughs> Have you not seen My Girl? I'm kidding. Are have you? you seen My Girl? I have. It's been okay. a while, but I have. Yeah. <laughs> I know that part. <laughs> Let's put it that. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you, Joey. Uh, thanks for the game. It was a. It was tough, but fair because I won. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from points from somebody else gave you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tough but fair. Uh, thank you again, Gary, for joining us this week. We truly love having you on. It's such a pleasure to hang out with you as. As we can uh, through the internet these days, um, hopefully soon in person, but you know, until yeah. then, yeah. Um, yeah, so a couple of quick housekeeping things before we wrap it up here for today. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram, uh, the underscore dorksman. Um, we will be doing our dorksman game night on Friday, uh, Jackbox Games, seven o'clock, uh, twitch.tv, the underscore dorksman. Um, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, work permitting for Ryan. Ryan will be streaming on his channel, uh, twitch.tv slash Asian Tony Stark. Yes. Um, he'll be probably playing some Warzone or doing some graphic design or just hanging out, doing doing whatever he feels like. Maybe some zombies. Zombies? Ooh. Yeah, they got the zombies. event going on right now that we're trying to complete all the tasks for. You know, you, you know, complete the things and then you get something still. Probably zombies. Zombies. Clint, Tuesday night, you'll be on uh, playing Mario Kart this week? Nope, Mario 3D World. We're switching Ooh, it up. Mario 3D World. That's going to be 7.30 on Tuesdays? Yep, 7.30 yep. Pacific time. time. Uh, Twitch.tv, the underscore dorksman, uh, to join in on that. Um, Gary, is there anything you want to say to anyone that's listening before we wrap it up? <laughs> like tell them yeah. to eat shit or something? <laughs> yeah, just... Do you have a hate message for someone out there? <laughs> That's the way you said that. Hey, go to hell. Love Gary. No, I love everyone. <laughs> That's true. That's why it'd be so funny if you did that. Yeah. yeah. You sure? So and so, you suck. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> sure. I, 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 I have, I have, I have issues with, with someone who is supposedly my brother sending me like horrible, <laughs> knitted doll pictures. <laughs> I'm not very happy about that. Who does that? And even multiple that, times at, too. Even after yeah. you said to stop, who still does that? Yeah. What kind of, so what kind it of sounds like my brother would do. <laughs> Certainly he can't be a fellow Canadian. They would never no. do that. They would no. never do something like that. The, the, the no. question is, does he apologize as he's sending it? No. Sorry about this. <laughs> no. Sorry. There is no apology. It just shows up. 
<laughs> Imagine if it just showed up right now on your timeline. Oh, you guys God. should follow Angry oh, Nate no. on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> He's always angry. I'm always angry. That's my. Are secret. you going to do all our sign-outs tonight, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, okay, that's cool. I'm sorry, Gary. I, I I'll, 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 I'll keep sending them just because I, was say, I see I'll the joy. <laughs> I'll see, I see the joy in your face when I yes. when you said that, so I'll yes. keep sending that to you. Um, yeah, they really are creepy. They are awful. They are terrible. I I hate myself every time I do it, but it's just so funny. I have to do it. I have to do it. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening this week. Uh, we hope you're looking forward to the Snyder Cut and whatever DC has in store for you, because I think we all owe it to them at least to give it a chance. And if not, that's okay too, because I'm not your dad and I can't tell you what to do. And everyone likes what they like. So you're allowed to like what you like, but you know, just don't put down down people that don't like what you like. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's true. Even if you like Wonder Woman 1984, I won't judge you. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll (laughs) judge you for not liking it, Joey. (laughs) Yes. I love being judged. It's my favorite thing. (laughs) No, but Gary brings up a really good point. It's true. You're you're allowed to like what you like. If you don't like something, that's okay. Keep it to yourself. Um, or and don't or put have down somebody because they don't like it. You know, like yes, we we joke at each other and we poke fun at each other within the confines of this group and our circle of friends. But if it's somebody that you don't know, like ranting on Twitter, shut your mouth. Be a good human being, and you know, keep it to yourself. Have an oh, open mind about things too. And don't that too. do not you guys have the internet's been sucky about this. Do not spoil the Wonder Vision finale. Yes. No. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. If I'll you do that, you. I will find you. I will kill you with a spoon. I'm kidding. <laughs> I won't. A I'll probably throw a spoon at you though. Spork. Yeah, maybe a spork because that'll be easier to scoop your eyeball out. But either way, if you're listening to this <laughs> and you see Wonder Vision, don't even talk about it until the weekend's over. Basically, it, it, yeah. Or the other thing, just stay off the social which is what i try to do yeah. yeah but i mean it's hard to do that sometimes when other things going on you know so that's why i'm saying that like don't spoil it don't There's open, no reason to spoil don't open it. facebook don't open twitter don't open instagram yeah. I- facebook is really bad instagram is also really bad i think the best thing for twitter is avoid the trending topics on oh, that's what Friday. gets me i, I took it yeah. off because i just, I, it just don't came open on. any of the three yeah. i'm just like you know what i'll i'll go back on when i'm ready to go back on once i finish watching if you really want to talk spoilers, find um, a stream or something where they're actually talking about I it. I mean, we're going to talk about it on our podcast, but we'll obviously have spoilers ahead of that. So listen to that. Yeah. But don't do it online. Don't spoil it for other people. Believe it or not, I don't get to watch it until Friday afternoon, and even then it's too late. So stop it. Yep. It's true. I, I I will wake up, and I would see a trending topic mm-hmm. for the night before, and it's like, this was really just like seven hours ago and people are already spoiling things. So the reality of like it that. is within an hour of the episode dropping, mm. there's already things hitting YouTube. It's true. Like people people got their theories stuff, about yeah. this happened, that happened, this person, that person. What does it mean for the last episode? Blah, 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 blah. At least YouTube, you can avoid, you know, yeah. more than if you can. If it's YouTube or something like that, then you're actively looking for spoilers. Right. So it's your no fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Agreed. it's 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 on the Instagram and on Twitter where it's just kind of pushed mm-hmm. based on right, right into your interactions. Your that's where, you know, that's where Stop where it. you should avoid. Stop it. Right? Stop like it. I said, find 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 places where they're actively discussing it. Like if there's a mm-hmm. forum or something like that, mm-hmm. you can go on there. Um, I mean, Yoko had had a stream 
right after mm-hmm. um, that we, a bunch of us that wanted to talk, we joined, but she clearly labeled it. We will be talking spoilers. Yep. Right. So, but find, find, find the right Avenue rather than just posting it on Twitter. Yes. Thank you, please. And I mean, this is the last episode, so there's going to be big. We know it's going to be worth talking about. We know we'll want to talk about it, but right form. Gary said it right. Please. Okay. Thank you. I just want to make sure to say that if anybody listens, don't be that asshole. Listen to Clint. Gary. That's Gary that's, is. Clint, and Clint's going to go on there and post something. That's because <laughs> I want to do it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to be that guy that ruins it for I want to be the asshole this time. Pay yeah. you all back. I'm kidding. Yeah. I won't do that. <laughs> Clint won't do that because Clint is he's better than that. He knows people will find him. That's right. And people and know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, thank you again, everyone, for listening and joining in this week. Um, again, thank you so much, Gary, for being on. Uh, we'll Thanks definitely have me. you back. Always a pleasure, Gary. Yeah. Always. We'll, 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 Always. 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 <laughs> Say it, Ryan. Always. There we go. <laughs> you guys are so weird. We are. <laughs> I love you. And you love us. That's the I, thing. I, I do. I love you guys. We love you <laughs> enough that this has been the longest episode we've ever recorded. So, you know, only fitting for the only three time returning guest of it. Gary, thank you for it's always I being there. Lot, that's yes. why. Yeah. I talk a lot. You had a lot to say. Anyway, let's wrap this up. All right. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Thank you again. We'll see you guys next week. Um, and that's my secret. I'm always angry. Yeah, sure. I'll sign your forehead. <laughs> Word, homies. I am vengeance. Bye.